You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It's Advent, y'all. I'm so excited. Still, I've been excited. <laughs> I was discussing this with someone else recently this week and realized that we are, we're approaching Advent 3, like the third Sunday in Advent already. Yeah. It goes by really fast. I, it's a short season. It is. Which is why we talk about it all the time, <laughs> every day. Come, Lord Jesus. Yes. yes. I was going to say be our guest, but we're not eating food yep. right now. Maybe you're not. (laughs) Advent 3, we're going to talk about that today. Looking forward to chatting about that. And we get to meet the missionary today as well in the second segment. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining us by phone, the Reverend Tyrell Bramwell, pastor of St. Mark's Evangelical Lutheran Church in Ferndale, California, and author of several books, including uh, Come In, We're Closed. Mm -hmm. Did I get that right? It's been a while since we chatted about that. That's right. Pastor Bramwell, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. And uh, thanks for, you know, enduring the rough, <laughs> cold Advent season of Ferndale, California with us. <laughs> it does rain occasionally. Oh. We are entering the wet season. but Okay. Uh, yeah. oh, we're entering the ice season. <laughs> yeah. So not we, much of that out here. <laughs> let's just not even talk about yeah. ice season. Let's, let's talk about Advent. I'm so I like sorry, guys. Advent so 3. Sorry. Advent 3, at, uh, third Sunday in Advent. Um, tell us about the, the themes that we hear, and we can talk about one-year and three-year lectionary because we have listeners from, from uh, both. both. That's mm-hmm. right. Of course. Of course. Well, this is uh, – I'm so glad I get to talk about this Sunday because this is the Sunday where our attention turns to rejoicing. Um, it's the Sunday on that Advent wreath when you're looking and you see the acolyte light up the candles. And instead of going uh, purple or blue, purple or blue, purple or blue, it skips to the, the rose, the pink colored one. Mm-hmm. I think the acolyte might have got that wrong, but oh, no, he didn't. It's a different day. Yeah, this is the Sunday of rejoicing. And that's, that's the main theme we're going to hear throughout um, all of the readings for both, both lectionary um, calendars. And, and in our collect and in our um, all, just all the different readings and the, and the hymns, we hear this, this reason for rejoicing. We come, we come out of um, the season of either anticipation or preparation, depending on where our focus is. And we, we kind of turn toward this, uh, this moment of, oh, yeah, this is what we're doing. This is what this is about. There is assurance and comfort in the gospel of Christ that— we repent of our sins, as we hear John the Baptist calling us to do, and we know you are the one to come, Lord. You are our Savior, and for that we rejoice. Mm-hmm. This is the, the, the hint of joy in the midst of penitential Advent season, when we get the, the pink or the rose candle and the, the rose vestments. Um, and yes. our, our pastor wears the, he has rose vestments, but they're, they're kind of closer to the actual pink um and <laughs> there may be people who who make fun of that <laughs> but it's, right. it's well you know we hear in um in the in the one year with the epistle I, we, we get a lot of our theme too from that with this lightning no matter what the colors are we have this lightning of spirit this this um lifting of the burden that we remember we are and we focus that we are uh, saved by the gospel of christ there's a, a lightning of our hearts 
um, as we get closer and closer to not only the coming of Christ at Christmas, but also the other two comings of Christ, the, the final advent of our Lord, as we are, that's really what we're awaiting, is his return. But even as we are drawing to him in his word and sacrament, um, on this particular Sunday, we remember the joy of, of the forgiveness that we have and that message we receive every Sunday, but that we're highlighting today. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you, you, you uh, briefly went through a little bit of what we'd hear in the readings, but what about um, what about the propers, the intro, the gradual, um, the, the collect, of course, the wonderful collect? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the intro, we, we get this um, this rejoice in the Lord always. We, we, you know, we kind of break the rules a little bit this Sunday because typically our intro at um, Antiphon, the, uh, the part that we say at the beginning and the end, it, it typically comes from an Old Testament passage, usually a psalm passage, but this one is from Philippians. And we hit this, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. And that's, that's what gives the name for the one-year lectionary of uh, Gaudete. But we get that in, in both, of our, um, both of our calendars, both of our readings, the intro it there. We, in the collect, there again, we, we hear our Corinthians passage, if we're paying attention to it, Lord Jesus Christ, we implore you to hear our prayers and to lighten the darkness of our hearts. See, we've been on this journey these last two weeks um, of this penitential season, this the season of, of reflecting on why we need a Savior, of confronting our sins in, in a healthy way, in a way that confesses them, that acknowledges them, and then puts them aside, casts them away. And so we enlighten the darkness of our hearts, Lord, by your gracious visitation. As you come to us in the babe born in Bethlehem, as you come to us in the spoken word given to us by the pastor, you have sent to proclaim it right now in this setting, in this divine service. And we hear that theme in our readings today as well. And then also as you come to us, you visit us on that last day where we will finally never have to deal with confronting our sin again. It'll just finally be put away forever. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I think you mentioned the word gaudete earlier. Mm-hmm. Can you unpack that word for <laughs> us a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's the Latin word for rejoice. It comes from our intro, rejoice in the Lord always, right? Um, it is this, it, it kind of defines the whole day. It's that theme of joy, the theme of, of lightning, and um, rejoicing. You know, we don't need to get hung up on you know the, the jargony uh, Latins, but um, just to know that this entire day is a day of rejoicing. It is a day to hear the message of comfort, and we get that in, in our Isaiah passages, uh, in both of them, actually, for both three-year and one-year, that the Lord is going to come, and he's not going to come with vengeance for us, he does come with vengeance, right? He comes with his judgment. But for the, for the Christian, he comes and saves us. Is there any better reason to rejoice than that? I don't think so. <laughs> no, no. That's like a rhetorical question, right? <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> let's talk a, uh, a little bit about the hymn uh, before we run out of time, because we, we like talking sure. about lots of hymns. Um, so the, the, the hymn of the day for this Sunday is Lutheran Service Book uh, 345, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Hark That's a- right. Hark a thrilling voice is sounding. Yeah. Tell us about what we get to sing in this hymn. 
Well, you know, we, we, we get to sing this message that John the Baptist, uh, and we get John the Baptist a lot through, through Advent. We don't typically think just when we get to Christmas time, when we get to December, you know, our culture doesn't tell us, oh, yeah, this is the time of John the Baptist. But in the church, we know this. This is the time where hark a thrilling voice is sounding. Uh, we, we, in the Old Testament passages, the Isaiah passages, we get these prophecies about the one who will come and cry in the wilderness, who will herald the good news. And so we get to sing this. Christ is near. We hear it say, this voice in the wilderness. Cast away the works of darkness, all you children of the day. Startled at the solemn warning, let the earth-bound soul arise. Christ, its sun, all sloth dispelling, shines upon the morning sky. See, we get this lightning out of the darkness. I like to think of this kind of as, as coming out of, out of a fog. In Ferndale, we have a lot of fog. Um, and, and we go across the bridge of the, our neighboring town, and it's known as Sunny Fortuna because they don't get the, uh, the coastal fog that we get. That's what we're dealing with on this Sunday. We're, we're coming out of a fog. We're coming out of the, the darkness. Uh, Christ is lightning. The sun of the Savior, the sun of, of Christ is shining, beaming down upon us. And we get that lightened color. We get that lightened spirit. We get the word that John the Baptist proclaimed. It's, we're still preparing for his coming, but we're preparing with a full view of who the Savior is and what he's done for us. And we get to sing that. We get to sing it. We see it in the the, the change of colors. Uh, I know in mm-hmm. our household, um, ever since Advent one and putting out the Advent wreath, my son has been uh, very focused on lighting the pink candle. <laughs> Do we get to yeah. light the pink candle uh, isn't tonight? That great. Do we get to light the pink candle tonight? Not yet. On oh. the third week. Almost. <laughs> see that preaches. Doesn't that preach? Because already he's focused on that distinct, that distinct candle. It, it kind of high, it becomes the centerpiece. For the Advent season, um, it, already at a young age, he knows purples are cool, but pink, that's where it's at. And I like that one. <laughs> um, and that's the gospel, shining into the law. You know, I like to consider this in terms of uh, pregnancy as I preach and as I teach. You know, um, and my, my wife has confirmed this, so I can, I can talk about it. Uh, she's verified that what I'm saying is true. Uh, during, during pregnancy, think of the, the whole term of the pregnancy as all of Advent. And there is this anticipation. There is this considering and, and, and getting ready for what's coming. And with that, there is this uh, focus on, oh, wow, what's about to happen in my life? You know, we're considering the consequences and, and, and joyful consequences, but considering it. And then after a while, it's kind of like, you know, this is going to be great. This is going to be amazing. I can't wait. And then comes the moment and we have to travel to the hospital and all the fears and all the anticipation and all the, the preparation comes full circle and just hits hard. But then there's the birth and there is that, that, that rose colored Sunday is shadowed by the bright white of Christmas. And that's where we're at with, with Gaudete Sunday with the, the rejoicing, joyful Sunday that we're preparing for this week. We're at that place where we get to kind of look at, yeah, I can't wait till Junior arrives. I can't wait to, to hold the baby in my hands. The next, you know, the, the following, the fourth Sunday, we'll, we'll kind of pause for a second, come back to our preparation, 
in order to, to see the bright light of Christ on Christmas morning. See, and that's why I propose that we observe Advent for nine months of the year yeah. to make it more accurate, <laughs> liturgically accurate. No one has taken me up on that. We get to sing all the hymns. I sing Advent hum- hymns for nine months, don't you think? I'd be fine with that. Mm. <laughs> I think. I love it. <laughs> See, Let me know if you ever get that done. Okay? Yeah. No, one, no one's taking me up on that. <laughs> Well, uh, God bless you and your congregation, the saints there at St. Mark's Evangelical Lutheran Church in Ferndale, California, this uh, Gaudete, this third Sunday in Advent. Thank you so much, Pastor Bramwell, for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Oh, thanks for having me. It's always a fun. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.